0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. It's Monday morning, so it's time for our Monday morning discipleship podcast. And uh, we like to come on each and every Monday morning or each Monday morning that the Lord allows us to um, share an additional word to uh, supplement what you may have heard on Sunday. So we're going to head back into our series, uh, Trusting God in Season and Out of Season. And uh, Uh, We've been uh, blessed by what we've been able to share. Um, I I want you to know uh, before we get into scripture on today um, that a lot of what blesses uh, me, I try to share it with you all. And so it's it's not something that when I come on on Monday morning and try to share this word, this isn't something that I'm saying, what can I say to those people today? I've come across some things uh, that blesses me. And so I like to bring that uh, to you and share it with you all. And so. Um, let's go back to Ecclesiastes chapter three and, uh, we're going to do one more week here. Um, I got one more thing I want to look at. We were looking at verses one through eight, I got one more thing I want to look at. And then I want to go down and look at verses nine through 15, because there's something in there that I want us to take a look at as it relates to trusting God. But as we've gone through verses one through eight, um, we've kind of covered a lot of these different things, these different seasons that the Bible says that we go through and how they kind of, you know, uh, kind of seem like contradictions and they're, they're definitely opposites. And I wanted to look at uh, one more uh, section in particular, um, verse seven, Ecclesiastes chapter three, uh, verse seven. So let's look at that. Uh, we, we're already into it. Um, let's look at that very quickly. Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse seven, New King James verse. the word of God says this a time to tear and a time to sow. That's really that A clause. That's really what I wanted to look at. A time to tear and a time to sow. Now, how does this relate uh you you say how does this what does this got to do with trusting God? And uh so let me give you uh the thought that uh we see in the scripture here. Let, let me give you the thought behind it. Um as we shared uh I believe on last week's podcast, we talked about uh, understanding the culture and the time in which these words were written so that we can understand how they can apply to us today. Now, what would happen in, 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 in the ancient days, uh, they would show grief by, uh, the Bible says in some translations, says they rent their clothes. That simply means that they tore their clothes, right? They would tear their garments as a sign of, of grief and sorrow. And pain, quite honestly, they, they they tear their clothes. And as we look at this text, there's a time to tear and a time to sew. Once you go through that grieving process, right? When the time has passed, you sew the garment back together. So, so, so you say, how, how does this, what does this have to do with trusting God? And we, we've dealt with grief Right? We dealt with grief as we were walking through here. And I and I I told you one of the great challenges of Christianity is how we deal with grief. But it's not always just grief in the sense of a loss of life. There is pain and there is sorrow that comes with just living life. There are struggles. There, there, There are things that happen that will cause you, right? That will cause you to be in pain, that will cause you to be uh in, in in a state of grief. And I want you to I want you to understand here all grief does not end in loss of life. There are plenty of things in life, y'all, that can take you through a grieving process. I mean, a breakup of a relationship can cause you to go through a grieving process. The end of a long friendship. Can cause you to go through a grieving process, you could lose a job and be going through a grieving process about what's going on we We often just equate grief with death but but the 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 ups and downs of life can take you into certain grieving processes, right? and so we have to consider that life is full of emotions, right. I mean, I, 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 I'm I, not going to share the details, but I went through something last week that caused me a great amount of grief. And, and I had a really rough couple of days, but the Lord is is, is is working some things out. But it was a rough couple of days. And so the grieving process does not always mean that someone passed away. Now, here it is, y'all, a time to tear but also a time to sow. So again, as we talk about this grieving process, you in this moment where you've rent your clothes, you know, we don't do that these days. So metaphorically, you've rent your clothes, you've torn your clothes in a state of grief. In these moments, we have to trust God to say, Lord, I'm hurting right now. Lord, I'm really struggling right now. This is hard right now, God. And I need you to heal my heart. It's torn apart. I need you to sew it up, God. And so through that process, again, as we talked about grieving, even in the sense of death, trusting God to bring us to a place of healing. I think I mentioned this when I when I wrote in the book, Going Through to Get Through, I talked about the fact that we're all... Uh, looking to feel better. And one of the things I said is that we have to learn to take the medicine. One day you don't feel as bad as you did before. You're not hurting as much as you did before you are thinking about that loved one and you're not crying anymore. You're starting to laugh because you're starting to get other memories, you know, good times that you had. And I said, that's medicine. You ask God to make you feel better. God is reminding you that it wasn't all just the funeral home or the graveyard. Right. So we've got to trust God to bring us through these moments of grief that happen in our life, where we tear our clothes, where we rent our clothes, where we're grieving. Again, I went through that period last week and quite honestly, this is why I I said, when I started off tonight, I said uh, today, whenever you all are going to hear this, I'm recording this at night. Um, I talked about the fact that that these things bless me. And so I bring them to hopefully bless you. And so as I was going through my moment last week. I'm recalling not just the word of God, but the things that I've shared with other people, right? The things that I've told other people to say, this is how God will bring you out. This is how God will help you. This is how God will make you feel better. Right. And so I've had to share uh, with 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 myself and to remind myself, rather, of the things that I've shared with other people. To say that gets that same God that you told those people to depend on. You have to depend on him now. That same God that you said he's going to touch you, he's going to heal you, he's going to bring you out. You have to depend on him now. You've got to trust him now, Reverend. And I know it ain't easy, Reverend. You've told other people that it ain't going to be easy. But they got to trust them. So now these words echoing back in your ears, you got to trust them. So, again, go through that time to sow. But but then again, y'all, uh, that time to tear rather, but then again, go through that time to sow. This is where we got to allow God to bring us through because some of us get to the tear. We don't want to sow. We want to wallow sometimes. We want to stay in that place of self-pity. No, you got to get up from there. You got to come out of that thing. Even watch this. Even if things don't turn out exactly how you wanted them to turn out. You got to trust that God's going to bring you out of a tear into a soul. That's going to preach one day. One day I'm going to tell you all when I preach that. (laughs) You got to trust God to bring you out of a tear into a soul. Out of a place of grief into a place of mending and healing. And going forward, right? So let me move on with the with time that I got left. Let me move on. I want to make sure that I share um, the rest of this with you all. Um, there's a little more that I want to do in Ecclesiastes. Then we're gonna move on to something else on next week. I move on to another part of the Bible. We'll still be in the series, uh, but I want I want to look at uh, those verses outside of, of of verse eight, still in chapter three. And I want to read to you all from verse verses nine. Let's see, nine through fifteen but I want to make sure that I read it from the New Living Translation because I want this to be clear when we talk about trusting God. And even this heading in my Bible under the, the uh, New Living Translation, it talks about God-given God giving task. So let me read it from the New Living Translation, Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 9 through 15. What do people really get for all their hard work? I have seen the burden God has placed on us, yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. So I concluded, there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can. And people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor, for these are gifts from God. And I know that whatever God does is final. Nothing can be added to it or taken from it. God's purpose is that people should fear him. What is happening now has happened before, and what will happen in the future has happened before, because God makes the same things happen over and over again. I'm gonna to try to get through all of this, y'all, so that we don't have to come back to this next week because there's some other things I want to get to um in this series. But look at this. What do people really get for all their hard work? Doesn't this sound like us? Doesn't this sound like what am I getting out of this? One, one of the things, one of the questions that, that, that I get asked a lot of times about this faith is what am I getting out of being at church all the time? And, I, and, and I'm and i always amazed because it, some people have gone to church twice a week and they swear they've been there all the time. That's not all the time. Okay. but But people, what am I getting out of this? Having to come to church all day on Sunday and then come back on Wednesday for Bible class. What am I getting all of this? What am I getting for all of my hard work? When is God going to reward me? For what I'm doing. It doesn't sound like us. You know. I'm doing all of this. And and this is still about trust y'all. I'm doing all of these things. So what am I going to get out of this? You know. Is God just manipulating me. And I'm doing all of this. And he ain't going to give me what I feel like I deserve. And I don't even have time. To get into what we really deserve right now. The Verse 10 says. I have seen the burden. God has placed on us all right yet God has made verse 11 yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time he has planted eternity into the human heart but even so people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end again one of these great challenges that that that, that I deal with um some of you listening might be dealing dealing with it as well when you talk about faith when I keep mentioning that book going through the get through that's a book on faith. When you talk about faith, when we're talking about trusting God, when we can't even see everything that he's doing in a difficult season, in a tear season, I'm telling y'all is going to preach one day, one day I'm going to preach it. I'm going to put it on the, on on the ministries page. Y'all going to be like Reverend said, he was going to preach that trusting God to bring me from a tear to a soul. It, it, I can't see the whole scope as as the word of God says here. We cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. We just got to trust Him. So how do we how do we do all of this work? How do we put all of our all into serving God and to doing right and trying to live right and trusting that God is going to bless us in the end? Even though he's blessing you along the way, God's going to bless you. In the end, one of the reasons that there's so many people that think we crazy for believing in God the way that we do is because they need evidence of what they're going to get on the other side. Show me heaven. If you could show me where heaven is, I believe that there's a heaven. That's that's what a lot of people are saying. As They think when they think we're crazy for serving God the way that we do. They need proof. They want evidence. Right? show me where, where this is going to work out for me. And what's crazy is, is, uh, it's, it's like they've seen some evidence and I'm telling you right now, as we're going through life right now, we've seen some evidence of hell. Oh, we, we you can look around and you see some evidence of hell, but we want evidence of heaven, even though not, not, now watch this verse 12. So I concluded that there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves for as long as we can. That suggests that, as the Bible says, we need to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can. That suggests that there is some enjoyment here on heaven, on earth, rather. So I've not only have I seen hell, I've seen attributes of heaven here in this life. I've seen some things that I can enjoy. I've seen good feelings and good times, things that make my soul happy right here on this side of Earth. What what the Bible is saying here is that you ought to enjoy yourself as best you can, because, again, as we started off this evening. There's times where we're in a tear season where it's been torn, where, where we're renting our clothes, where we're grieving about whatever. So when you get to these places in life where you can enjoy yourself, why not just enjoy yourself? Verse 13, again, and people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor for these are gifts from God. Nobody told you that you have to work all day, every day and put money in the bank and never go and take a trip or buy yourself something nice or do anything. And again, that's one of the misconceptions about church. They want you to give all your money to the church. I, I Listen, I don't know any churches that are patterned after the word of God that wants you to give all of your money to the church. You give God what's due. You give him that tithe, you give him an offering, Right. But I, I don't know any church pattern after the word of God that says, bring all of your money. Isn't it a blessing? Let me step aside for a second. Isn't it a blessing to know that God gives it all to you and he says, bring back X amount. The government operates the opposite. <laughs> they take their money first. And they say, well, we will give you the rest. God trusts you with all of it and he trusts you to bring it back. It's amazing that he's trusting us, but we can't trust him. Right. So, so let let me get back into this again. These are gifts from God. Verse 14. And I know that whatever God does is final. Nothing can be added to it and nothing can be taken away from it. God's purpose is that people should fear him. Now, now I'm going to deal with verse 15 in a second here before we get out of here. But you see this. Whatever God does is final. Nothing can be added to it. Nothing can be taken away from it. God's purpose is that people should fear, i.e. respect, have proper reverence for him. In that reverence, in that respect, there's got to be honor. There's got to be trust. I trust God that everything that I'm doing, if I line it up with your word, again, I know that I'm not perfect. I know that I am in this flesh, which which automatically makes me rebellious. That I will do wrong. I'm not giving you an excuse to do wrong, by the way. I'm not giving you a pass because God's not giving you a pass. We're just dealing in reality right now. I will mess up, God. Sometimes unintentionally, sometimes intentionally, God. I will mess up. But that we try every day to do the right thing, right? So, So even in all of this. Again, God has made everything beautiful in his own time. He's planted eternity in our heart, right? We can't see the whole scope of what God is doing, but we've got to trust him that it's all going to work out fine. Even if I'm in a tear season, God, I got to trust that you're going to bring me to a place where I can sow again. I can put it back together. Let me look at verse 15. This is the last thing I'm going to get out of here on today. Verse 15 says again, New Living Translation, Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse 15. What is happening now has happened before and what will happen in the future has happened before because God makes the same things happen over and over again. I want to give you two thoughts on this verse and then I'm out of here. One of the things that I always talked about is the word of God says in the book of Isaiah, I don't have the scripture in front of me, I apologize. God says, behold, I'm doing a new thing. And I've always had to teach from this place because I brought this up one time in a church and a pastor came up behind me and corrected me. Because I said. God is using new people. He ain't doing no new things. This pastor got up behind me and he quoted this this verse in Isaiah. When he says the scripture says that God says, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Now, I wasn't about to go back and forth with this pastor in his church. But I understand that text to mean when God says he's doing a new thing, it's new to you. That's why I said God ain't doing nothing new. He's using new people. It's new to you. You may not have seen it before, but this Bible supports what I just said. What is happening now has happened before and what will happen in the future Has happened before because God makes the same things happen over and over again. The book of Ecclesiastes, it tells us there's no new thing under the sun. God does not have to do a new thing because that would suggest that what God has been doing is no longer good enough. This is why God does not do a new thing as it relates to God. It is a new thing as it relates to you and I. Because God will do things that we have never seen before, but trust and believe it has happened before. Right. So the next thing I want to give you on this and then we're done. Is when we see the events of the world. It's that one more time. Ecclesiastes 3 and 15. Right. New Living Translation. What is happening now. Has happened before. And what will happen in the future has happened before. Why? Because God makes the same things happen over and over again. New King James Version says it like this. That which has already been and what is to be has already been. That which has already been and what is to be has already been. And God requires an account of what is past. Now, I'm saying that to say that many times, y'all, We're going into all of these seasons when people. You want to know why Reverend Jackson say, trust God. We're going into all this stuff. And if you're not careful, you'll watch the news. You'll hear uh, sometimes people who are preachers, sometimes people who are supposed to be spiritual leaders. You'll see all of these things and you'll see people saying, oh, my God. What's going on out here today? What's going on in the world today? What are these people doing? And Lord, we need and the Bible says, I just showed you. God says, ain't nothing this new. You you haven't been around as long as I've been around, but I make these things happen over and over again. God, why would you keep taking us through the same thing over and over again? Because y'all don't ever seem to learn. Some of you do, but there's always somebody else different. So God has to keep teaching the lesson over and over again. But here's the key, my brother, my sister, those of us who are learning our lesson, We got to learn to trust him, even as these cycles keep competing, completing themselves. We got to learn to trust him. Share with you all last week. I said when people were struggling with the previous administration in in Washington. Many times I had to preach and teach and tell people, I know it looks bad, but you've got to keep trusting God. God has not retired. God has not come off the throne He cannot be voted in or out of office. You got to keep trusting God. And even though it still ain't technically over because we see a whole lot of stuff, keep trusting God because again, what is happening now has happened before and what will happen in the future has happened before because God makes the same things happen over and over again. The blessing in this, y'all, is that even in our tear moments, God brings us to a place again where we can sow? I'm gonna leave it right there. I promise y'all I'm gonna preach it one day on the ministries page. But that's all the time that we've got for Monday morning discipleship. I hope that you uh were blessed by what we had to share on today. We're gonna pick up the series again on next week. We're gonna be going in a different direction as far as our scripture is concerned. Uh, But we will share all of that with you all next week. Let me give you our tag, as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with us, the best way to do that, uh, check us out at the ministries website. That website, www.krjministries.org. One more time, www.krjministries.org. If you'd like to purchase any of our written work, the best way to do that is to go to the publishing website. That website, www.krjpublishing.org dot com. As always, we encourage you uh, to subscribe to this podcast, share with your friends and family if you think it's been a blessing to you, and we will definitely, definitely appreciate that from you. That's all the time that we've got for Monday morning discipleship, trusting God in season and out of season. And uh, we appreciate you all for checking us out. We're going to pick it up again on next week. Again, thank you all for checking out the Purpose and Beyond podcast. We'll see you all on next time. Be blessed.